Welcome to Inspire Others and the Guide to Awesomeness podcast, powered by Coldwell Banker Ronan Realty. Join us as we explore how to unleash your inner awesomeness with some of the most inspiring people in all industries. Welcome back to the Guide to Awesomeness, everybody. I have Ryan Hodge with me today. I'm super excited. Ryan is an entrepreneur and a proud father of three boys living in Ontario, Canada. He's the co-owner of a thriving real estate company, a business and spiritual coach, as well as an international speaker. Throughout his personal and professional journey, he's encountered the challenges of life we all face, committing himself further into personal growth and the ongoing study of human behavior. Ryan transfers what he knows to be the catalyst for change, personal growth, and self-healing breakthroughs in his groundbreaking book, The Integrity Vow, Engaging Your Authentic Self. I actually have my my copy on order. I can't wait to get into it. I was uh, on your website and checking everything out. And I love the holistic approach that you bring, Ryan. You're a family man. You're busy. You're a father of three boys. And so what do you like to do for fun when you're not doing all of those other things I just talked about? fun changes over uh, over the course of our lifetime as, as to what that looks like i think right now you know a day by the beach is, is really what it's all about or just kind of disengaging from the noise and i mean i i love doing what i do i think that business and life should be fun quality of life inside of real estate is not often talked about even for new agents you know when i was a brand new agent nobody spoke to me about that so i think that Fun is is really what serves your your highest self and fuels your spirit. And, and for me, just a day out of the noise and disengage from a lot of the typical real estate stuff that we all go through is is the number one thing that I like to do when I'm not in it. But when I am in it, I certainly enjoy it too. Absolutely, you have to charge your batteries, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that do motivate you? You know, motivation lies within. I think people get motivation and inspiration confused. You know, motivation is something internal. Inspiration is something that we can get from others. I get inspired by people inside of the real estate industry every day, whether they're a brand new agent or, you know, one of my top coaching clients is number five in in the Toronto Real Estate Board, which is the largest board in the world. So learning from people and engaging at any level and, and trying to have an impact even on one person a day, certainly builds part of my motivation, whether it's family, whether it's people in my company, whether it's, you know, a coaching client or, or even somebody that I just get the the blessing and opportunity to speak in front of or contribute to, that motivates me internally to do a little bit better than maybe I did yesterday. Good advice. This is a very broad question, I know, but maybe just give us a glimpse into the path that brought you to where you are today was there a life before real estate has it always been real estate i spoke on that in my office this morning i think that in the day and age that we're in right now there's a lot of smoke and mirrors as far as what people look at especially online i mean we're bombarded with information all day long we see all of the gurus and all the influencers and all the stuff out there and naturally we compare ourselves to others for myself, I have a, a documented, uh, very quick trajectory inside of the real estate business where I sold 200 homes in my first two and a half years with the help of some others. But in all of that, along with you know scaling a seven-figure company, growing to over 100 agents in my own organization, when you ask about success, 
I think that a lot of people don't realize that there was so much failure that came along with that success, personally and professionally. And, and as part of my resume, I transparently share that I've had both at a high, high level. But success does not equal fulfillment. You know, in my opinion, success is really like a toxic replacement for fulfillment because we think that, that success is one thing, but really fulfilling our, ourselves and our, our life path is, is what brings us that reverence for, for all things that we can create. And so I think understanding the difference is a, is a big key factor because what I perceive as success now that I'm, you know, 45 years old and have created a company and gone through the ups and downs and all around that personal fulfillment is far more important to me than the next real estate deal or the next real estate accomplishment. Absolutely. And it changes, just like you said, fun changes, uh, fulfillment changes, success changes. For sure. Or I guess you learn it. And that, you know, that brings me to your book, The Integrity Vow, Engaging Your Authentic Self. If you could give us a little a glimpse of, of kind of the content people are going to find in there. Sure. I share that, you know, for years, I would only speak or coach or train on specific real estate tactics, you know, cold calling and door knocking and online leads and open houses and how to grow and scale. And that's great. I've got a very good working knowledge and can share how to do that. The thing is, is that there's so much information out there that every real estate agent on the planet has access to free information that's going to teach them how to be highly productive or have the business that they want 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But the challenge is that very, very few really, really dive into the fact that we can have all the information readily available, but if we don't have our, our personal foundation and what's going on in between our ears right, it doesn't matter because we start building, you know, this business, but we build it on quicksand or like a house of cards. And so I went through that, you know, both personally and professionally, and, and I've, I've gone through different matters in, in my own life that led me to start taking a look at what what's working, what's not in business and life. And so as I started to go down my own personal path, you know, realizing that the fulfillment aspect was much more important than the success aspect, I started to really change my messaging. And I can still remember I had this massive event at, in Toronto, full house, 300 people, the who's of the Toronto real estate. And it was going to be the first time that I got out of just talking about business strategy and went down that personal road, you know, self-worth and fear and addiction and all the stuff, right? And I was in the green room and I was just terrified. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? And I had somebody that was coming in to speak who did a lot of that kind of training as well and had done it at a higher level for longer than me. And he forgot his passport and couldn't go. So add to that fear, add to that, you know, terror really. But when I stepped beyond that, fear factor and terror barrier, as I'd call it, and took that audience to a deeper level, my whole client avatar changed. And the people that I really wanted to work with, people that were high level or, you know, brand new and were having some success, but not fulfilled or having, you know, huge success, but real personal challenges inside of their business, that avatar really started to show up. And then I started to kind of look at a lot of the similarities we attract, you know, some of that audience. And so the book is really about you know, a lot of my story, which is very personal, very transparent, very authentic in nature. Uh, confidentially, some of my coaching clients that have gone through a lot of the same stuff that we all can, different levels. 
And it applies a lot of the ancient principles that I apply, specifically universal laws, not just law of attraction, but things like detachment, things like uh, reciprocity, fair exchange, gratitude. You know, a lot of the stuff that we see mainstream media, but oftentimes it's really kind of kumbaya and really kind of taking it and, and diving into the granular level of all things, just our lives too, and how that transfers from the personal you know, which then lends to business for for a lot of us when we really focus in on that first. Yeah, well, it absolutely does. And I, I think I had a the CEO of, of Realogy. I was at an executive function. And one of the first things he says is he said, if you think that you can be off in your personal life and on in your professional life, he said it doesn't work. No. It will eventually all seep in together. Oh, yeah. And it's so true. And so many people, especially high high performing people, tend to have habits that uh, that they rely on, like you said, right? Yeah, yeah. big time. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone, and it's. I think the vulnerability in, in you bringing that to the table makes people feel comfortable, I'm sure, talking to you about, because you can't coach somebody if they're not honest with you, right? No, and I, I think that, you know, transparency is, is tough, especially when you get into some of that. And gosh, my life is not perfect. I have made mistakes, big ones. But it's, you know, do you stay stuck in the spot or do you, you know, learn and grow and evolve from it? And I think that what I try and do is, you know, give a borrowed belief that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be transparent because transparency in my perspective is really that first step personally or professionally is one of the great catalysts to change, you know, saying I need a little bit of support in an area that, you know, I might not be getting from the next real estate coach or, you know, I need a little bit of support personally that, you know, somebody can support me with because we know that there's lots of people around there that are willing to help and willing to be that vessel to support people in the change that they desire. Yeah. And not being all things to all people. For sure. In that search, I'm sure you've encountered a lot of different books and podcasts and things. So do you have a favorite podcast that you always tune into? Or are you more of a book person? I'm going to lend some insight to a real estate podcast that I enjoy. Uh, it's GSD mode, uh, and GSD mode is from Joshua Smith. If, if anybody hasn't heard of Joshua, I'd be surprised, but sometimes they don't. What I find is that he is ultra high level entrepreneur, real estate, you know, big team leader, you know, 700 homes a year, and then owns multiple franchises of a company all across the U.S., coaching group, all this stuff. But he brings on some guests that aren't just real estate tactical, and he does it at the highest level I've seen in my career. But also, you know, a lot of people that are talking mindset and, you know, performance and productivity and, and bridging that gap. So I enjoy that. One of my favorite books, and, and you touched on it, is uh, a book called Dark Side of the Light Chasers by a really, really big personal and spiritual development coach by the name of Debbie Ford, who's no longer here. Uh, Debbie wrote this book years ago, and it really talks about the different elements of ourself like that we've got all these different parts and if we're neglecting certain parts of ourself it's like we're standing in a pool of water with all these beach balls and we're pushing them all down trying to make it all work but if we keep trying and resisting those parts that we need to take a look at eventually they all come to the surface and sometimes they blow up in our face right and so i think that that's what we can all experience if we're not careful and having that awareness to it, that book's great for some exercises and some real initial deep dive on 
what personal development really looks like. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm going to check that one out. I, I haven't heard of it. I've done lots of self-awareness stuff in the shadow. You have to face the shadow sometimes, right? Absolutely. I'm always curious, do you have like a workout or mobility routine that you rely on to keep the physical part of, of your mindset good? So I'm very ritualistic in nature. At one point, I was very routine-based. And I think there's so many people that teach on time management, which is really thrown around. Challenges a lot of people that are teaching this have never sold a house or been in the real estate environment. Real estate's really unpredictable. There's no way around that. We're never going to have the, the perfect day. We can try, which is awesome. But when I got into more of a ritualistic approach where there's certain protocols that if I do in the morning, starting with hydration, journaling, meditation, sometimes reading a non-business related book, some positive listening, some form of activity. If I do those through the day, if it's in the morning, even better. I know my day unfolds a lot better than if I don't, but just getting it in on a very consistent basis is crucial. And so I've had some physical challenges that have really impacted that stress beyond belief over the last few years. Some of the, the things that happen as we age, I know that I'm not the same as 30 versus 45, but I've actually just gotten into a little bit of stretching, which is some rocking and, and some yoga kind of stuff in the morning that even for seven minutes, I'm starting to see a drastically different you know, element to my mobility which then lends me do more to serve, you know, myself and, and bring that energy to the table, which then I can serve others at a higher level as well. So it's kind of like I had to go back to the beginning, which I don't think people should be afraid to, you know, uh, transparently. I mean, I'm not in the shape that I was five years ago, but I know that I'm, I'm doing a little bit better than I was a year ago. And I think that in a year's time, I know that I'm going to be getting back to that real momentum-based state if I just stay committed to the action that I know that works, that if I do it, it will get a result. Yeah, that's it, right? Seven minutes. Seven minutes is better than zero minutes. For sure. For sure. And it's like converting 1% of your online leads is better than 0% of your online leads. Like it's all totally. those, the little things. Even hydration, right? I mean, what do us realtors typically do when we wake up in the morning? We usually uh, pick up a phone or have a coffee, right? So I always ask people, we know, you know, what water does for the body, right? And I could improve on, on my hydration for sure. You know, I'm not at that two-gallon point, whatever's really recommended, but I drink a fair bit of water. But when we really just kind of take a look at that and ask ourselves a question, and I ask all, of, all the people in my audience often, if we're not willing to take one first step at hydrating our body, nourishing ourselves, how do we expect to hydrate or nourish our business? Just simple principles like that. And that makes it so much more understandable and achievable for people. And one of the problems with goal setting when I talk to people is they set these massive goals, which are great, but you have to have little ones underneath to support them. Mm -hmm. Speaking of goals or experiences, is there a once in a lifetime experience that you have on your list that's a goal? I'm a golfer. I would love to play Augusta National, which is the most exclusive golf course in the world. And so I, I continually try to figure that out. But ultimately, my goal at some point is to, which I believe is certainly achievable in, in all things real estate even, is to work from anywhere in the world, right? Being able to work and live anywhere in the world while continuing to 
have the connectivity to the business that I love, which is real estate and that, you know, training and development side. And so that's on the horizon, but a lot of things need to be put in place. A lot of momentum still needs to, you know, continue and a lot of, you know, life stuff needs to happen with kids getting a little bit older and, and things like that as well. Yeah. Well, if anyone from Augusta National is listening or we can get this in front of them, I would like to come when Ryan plays. Oh, yeah. It's funny. I um, I was watching the Masters this year and I started just kind of creeping real estate agents in Augusta, Georgia. And there was one that I've tried to connect with because somehow she works the grounds through the Masters. And I'm like, there it is. It's a small window to, to get there and play. But I haven't seen anywhere else that uh, that facilitates it. Well, you keep putting it out there in the universe and and eventually it will uh, it will come. For sure. That's awesome. Is there one tool if you were like a favorite productivity tool? Like there's so many CRMs, there's so many productivity tools, but is there one that is your favorite? My favorite productivity tool right now, it's called a Mighty Vibe. And so the Mighty Vibe, uh, and this isn't necessarily about real estate, but I, I've just started utilizing it. And it's, I, I wish I had it here, which I don't, but it's a little square piece that allows you to download uh, from Spotify or uh, your music or podcasts that you can detach from your phone with when you go on a walk, when you go on a run, when you work out, or when you just want to get out of the noise. It's a super low cost, but I think that it's really important that we start detaching from this guy, you know, more and more. It's not doing more for us productivity-wise. It's actually distracting us from what we're actually destined to do. Absolutely. Not to mention that it's good once in a while not to be under radiation. Oh, for sure. For sure. 24-7. You see all those Instagram ads and the cap with the phone without the phone. And I'm like, oh, I put my phone down. I know. Good reminder. That's awesome. So everyone check that out. I'm going to check that out because that's the problem now is that the phone has everything on it. So you need to be able to think that's brilliant. Brilliant. So who is your hero? Do you have a hero? I don't know that I have a hero, so to speak. I've been blessed to have a partner in life, uh, Sandra. And it's interesting because she comes from uh, a family dynamic that's, I guess, somewhat similar to mine, you know, not the the white picket fence and, you know, the, the family that stays together forever. But her, her work ethic is like nothing I've ever seen. And, and it's a work ethic that's beyond my capacity, how she supports her, her family and our company. And she's basically saved, you know, this real estate broker over the years of, you know, completely changing the culture. I admire that so much because I've been able to see it so closely over the last five years and, and be witness to really making me want to do a little bit better. So that, that to me, is the closest thing I can think of a real firsthand experience of somebody that I just admire beyond my wildest belief. That's great. Yeah. And that's what, a, you know, when I use the word here, I mean, somebody who kind of makes you want to want to do more or inspires you to do more. So that's awesome. Well, cheers to Sandra. Uh, a nice shout out there. And is there a mantra or an affirmation? Do you use mantras or affirmations that you use daily? Yeah, I do. Everything is always working out for me. I think that when we go through the challenges and the affliction and the part of you know life that we need to take responsibility for, and sometimes it's tough, everything always works out. One way or another, it, it leads us to where we're supposed to go. I love it. 
Before we wrap up, though, we have three questions that we ask every guest on the Guide to Awesomeness. Number one is, what is something you do or use to ensure that you're always striving to work productively? Maybe you've already answered this a little bit, but uh, if you could recap. I would say accountability. So accountability and multiple anchors of it. Uh, Accountability to not only myself, but declaring it to others in terms of a group, in terms of having a couple different guides or coaches that, you know, work with me to keep me accountable, revisiting that as in terms of what I need, because I believe that accountability, you know, again, it's thrown around a lot, but it's the highest form of love we can give somebody. And so in order to go to where I want to go, I usually find people that have created the result that I desire to hold me accountable because I've got the experience. And so that accountability piece and commitment versus goals in in terms of, of accountability Big, big difference. So really understanding that is is part of my productivity. Accountability. I love it. It's one of my favorite words. We don't see it as often as we should anymore, and particularly in people's uh, in business or personal lives. And so what is one habit that has transformed your life? Self-serving activity. So serving myself before I serve others. And that's not easy. And sometimes, you know, society positions that as selfish. But in my deepest truth, how can I serve my friends, family, or clients without serving myself at the highest level first? Absolutely. Now, if you could write a chapter in the Guide to Awesomeness, what would the title be? Take your audience to the depths. Take your audience to the depths. And I say that because on the surface, that might not look like awesomeness. But when you start thinking about if you're going to take somebody to that that deep level, personally and professionally, you're going to be doing it yourself. And so when you lead by example, when you you know go deeper within yourself, pursue relentlessly the truth about yourself, you're then going to be able to transfer it to others. And that will, in my perspective, create the client relationships, the people that, you know, reverence for life and doing what we do, working in purpose rather than just the next sales tactic. Brilliant. Everyone write that down. And just exactly what Ryan just said, which is taking it to that depth and making people really feel and inspiring people, which is what you do every day, Ryan. And I'm so thankful that you joined us today to share some of that information with our audience and look forward to seeing you again in the very near future and maybe on the golf course. Honored for sure. It's a blessing and a, a, a pleasure to be here. So I'm grateful for for the time. Awesome. Well, we will share how everybody can find you online and check out your book and keep tabs. So thanks again and have a super day. Wonderful. Thank you for joining me for another awesome episode. Whether you're already on the road to awesomeness or just starting out, be sure to join us next time for a dose of motivation, education, and entertainment.